This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Okay, so do you know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3? This king with a crazy name, King Nebuchadnezzar, thank you mom and dad, had made a golden idol that he wanted everyone in his kingdom to revere. And it was commanded that everybody had to fall down and worship it when they heard the music play. Anybody who refused would be thrown into the fiery furnace. And don't think of the furnace like it's this little closet down in your basement that makes grumbly monster noises when you start it up in the fall. This furnace was really more like a blazing fire. And there were astrologists or like astrologers who were anti-Semitic, meaning they hated the Jews who were God's people. And they knew that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom the king had put in charge of Babylon, they were Jewish. And these astrologers knew that they didn't serve the little G gods and the idols that the king worshiped. They thought, let's put this idea on the king's head to get rid of these guys by revealing to the king that these guys disagree with him, which is interpreted as being against him because they wouldn't worship his idols. And this is just a human being thing. The idea that if somebody disagrees with you, that they're against you, which is why I encourage you to be for something instead of against things. Because if you know the horizon you're headed towards, instead of constantly trying to react and get away from the shore that you are trying to, that you hate, that you, that you don't like, your life has greater joy. And When something or someone isn't like you, don't be afraid. Just get curious and be interested in the differences. And you're going to help break down the fear that tries to divide you. If you're always afraid of differences, you can't say that you desire peace and unity, and you'll never actually be able to love your neighbor as yourself like the Bible tells you to. So the king summons these guys that he once trusted, right? And he set them over Babylon. And he says, is it true that you don't serve my gods or worship my idol? If you fall and worship the image now, we're cool. Like, but if you don't, I'm going to burn you up to death, right? What a guy. And he says, then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? And the pride in that question is pretty crazy. It's because it's revealing. He simply does not know the one true God and his power. And he thinks that not even his idol, little G gods, which are demons, could actually save these guys from his anger, from what he dictates. So these three guys say, we don't need to defend ourselves. Now, if you stop here and think, what would you do? You know, people who are completely against you and what you stand for, put you in front of a ruler, the ruler of everybody around who says, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to burn you up to death. (laughs) And you look at them and say, I don't need to defend myself. Is this a thing you could do in this situation? Is it even possible to not try and defend yourself, even even in just like the smallest situation today. Think about like on Facebook. Could, is it possible that you could say like, I don't need to defend myself. I have a defender. Because it's against the soul's will to sit and take it. It's, it is the way of your spirit when your spirit trusts in the truest, most powerful defender. 
and the peace that they had in their spirits that walked through the door of their hearts to inform their souls and calm their bodies must have been just so great for them to say, if we are thrown in the furnace, our God is able to save us and deliver us from your hand. And if he doesn't, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will still not serve your gods or worship your idol. So the king's really outraged and demands that the furnace becomes seven times hotter than normal. And he has his soldiers, his strongest soldiers, tie the guys up and throw them in with a fire so hot that these strongest soldiers were killed just throwing the guys into the furnace. And then we're getting to my favorite part. So the king says, wait, weren't there only three men? Why do I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods? So he yells into the furnace, hey guys, servants of the most high God, come out here. (laughs) So he suddenly knows. And they come out, they are completely unharmed, no crackly split hairs, and they don't smell like burnt marshmallows. And this this miracle causes the king that they to praise their one true God who sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted him and defied the king's command and they were willing to give up their lives rather than sacrifice what they believed. So then the king decrees that anybody anywhere who speaks against the one true God that they serve would be cut into pieces and their houses turned into rubble because no other God can save like this. And then the three guys were promoted. And I'm sure the astrologers were sad and ate mud for for dinner that night. But here's why I'm sharing this story. God did not keep these guys from being found out. And he didn't keep them from being thrown into the fire. He was with them the whole time. And he was manifest in their belief. Completely only in their belief. Because they didn't know Jesus. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. They didn't have the Bible. They simply had a belief in the one true God who'd been with their people for generations. They believed the stories their fathers told them, and they likely had seen God's hand show up in their lives so many times that they had a faith that says he can save us if he chooses to. So their paradigm was that what they believed had to be enough. What they believed was founded on solid foundation. And their thought life was lined up with the truth. They were not going to be moved if somebody told them to worship anything or anyone other than the Most High God. There was no other option. So God, he didn't take away the fire. He showed up in the midst of it. And because these men stood with God and the heart heart of a king and a nation was able to see, well, the heart of the king turned and then the nation was able to see what God did because of these three men who believed in him. He, like the king saw the truth and you can only wonder at how many other people came to know the truth because of what happened. And none of that would have occurred if there'd been no fire and no men to throw in it. So I want to ask you, what kind of fire are you in? Do you have eyes to see the man next to you while you're in it? Even the barbaric heathen King Nebuchadnezzar saw And he had no truth, no Jesus, no Holy Spirit, no Bible to help him. So the eyes of your spirit have the ability to see God with you in your fire. Are you willing to close the eyes of your soul and the eyes of your body, your physical eyes, to let the eyes of your spirit show you the truth? Are you willing to let your thoughts go the way of saying, fire or no fire, 
I won't give up. I won't give in. I won't let them take me. I won't let them turn me. I trust one man. That man is not me, but I will follow him inside the fire. And look at this. Like They're actually walking around in the fire with the fourth man. They only came out because the king called them. So while they're walking around in a fire with this man who shows up, what were they talking about? Like, how long would they have stayed if the king hadn't called for them to come out of the fire? Because I can tell you there are seasons I can look back on and say that I miss being with Jesus in the way that only a fiery season allows. Because the intimacy and peace you feel when you see him next to you in the fire, it really keeps the majority of the burn away. And fires are always going to be in our lives, but the burn doesn't have to be so painful. You can open your eyes and ears to see Jesus and hear him talking to you in the middle of anything going on because he's always calling out to you. The one true king is talking to you right where you're at in the middle of the burn and the pain and the storm and the crazy. He's with you in the middle of the outrage and the injustice and the hopeless feelings and the fear. You just have to stop and look for him instead of spending all of your energy trying to get out of the fire, find him inside it. And let this be your reminder that you're loved, even though the fires are there and the people around you might want to push you into it. You are safe with God. You're protected and provided for not only when the fire is quenched, but in the middle of it. So I hope this encourages you to go bookmark Daniel 3 in your Bible for the season when you find yourself about to be thrown into a fire or already in it. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. And I want to remind you to go jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. That way you can grab all the free tools that are there and enjoy a great community of coaches. And if you found this free content on the podcast helpful in any way, please take 60 seconds to go to the Apple Podcast app on any iPhone and scroll down to give a five-star rating and write me a review because it's the best way to say thanks and let me know you're loving the show. Have a great one.